We are excited about tonight. We're, we're going to do something a little different tonight. Like Mary Beth said, we are going to continue to discuss prayer and what that means, what it is, what it looks like. But we want to be able to field some questions that you might have about prayer, that you might have, have had throughout your life about the meaning behind prayer, or what's it about, kind of like what uh, Mary Beth said. We would love to love to love to hear from you. So what I'd love for you to do is here in a second, we'll, ha we'll have a number up on the screen, and that's Jenny's number. She's sitting in the back, and she's going to snag your questions. And it could be anything about prayer, just any questions at all that you have about prayer. Um, uh, text her those questions and she will type, actually type your questions out tonight, and we will try to answer those about prayer. Now, um, questions like, can God make a rock so big that he can't even lift it? Like, that, that might be, like, we answer that on another night. But if you have, if you have some of you are going to think, can he really? I wonder if he can. But um, he's got him, do whatever he wants. Um, but if you have questions on prayer, man, we want to be able to, uh, to answer those for you. But tonight as we, uh, as we get started, as we start dialoguing about prayer, I loved what Mary Beth said earlier, that what we're doing tonight and we're talking about prayer, um, we just came out of a season of prayer in that worship time. And uh, like just being able to talk to God and be able to, to, to experience him. It was just an amazing time. So I love that we're going out of that, that singing prayer time to discussing prayer right now. So as you're thinking, the numbers up here, as you're thinking through those, those uh, questions, text those to Jenny and you can do that up here. Um, you can text those to her and you can do that while we're talking. But while y'all are thinking, while y'all are kind of, discussing those um, in your brains. Um, I wanted to talk to our panel here. Our, and, and have you ever noticed that whenever there's a panel like on TV, like Jimmy Fallon or, or Ellen or any other panel shows, like they always say, doesn't our panel look so good tonight? Man, our panel looks so good. Man, we got some handsome and, and pretty people on our panel tonight. And in this discussion, um, we're going to, uh, to ask them a few questions. And uh, so here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to ask you guys gals and guy, a question, and, and, uh, and maybe um, you answer it and, uh, and encourage our students tonight. But here's a basic question right off the bat. This is really, really basic, okay? What does prayer mean to you? What does prayer mean to you? And y'all have their own mic. Oh, look at that. Bam. Well, I know that it's already been communicated. Um, I think the simple idea of you know, reading the word is how we can um, hear from God, right? Hear from, you know, what he has for us in our life and his character and prayer in the same way is, you know, for us to kind of share our hearts, what's going on in our lives to God. And I think um, whenever I think of prayer, I, I, I do, for me, I know that you know, I, I feel comfortable coming to God only through Christ, um, only through what he's done for me. There are times where, you know, I know that, you know, I may have sinned or done something stupid, but I, I think 
through Christ, I know that I, I can approach God freely because of what he's done for me. Mm-hmm. So there's freedom in that. Um, but I think also with that being said, um, kind of like what the song said, there's that holiness aspect to God, just knowing that he is our friend. He is uh, someone that we can talk to about anything. You know, we don't have to uh, hold back even our feelings, even what we're actually deeply thinking. Um, but with that being said, I think there is a holiness aspect to God that I need to keep in mind too. So I guess there's that, that battle of knowing that God is holy. He's different than me, but yet I can approach him at any point at any time during the day and talk to him. Hmm. So oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, Maggie, how are you tonight? I'm doing really well. Maggie did, ran the words during worship. Didn't she do so good? She did. Thank she you. Did. It's, I get kind of nervous and I kind of forget sometimes. So, so, <laughs> so in those moments, are those moments like even, even like gearing up for running the words, are those trivial to God? Or does God want to know your heart on those, those things? Are there prayers that are, have you ever felt like this, I don't want to bother God with this prayer. It's kind of a small prayer, but he goes, no, it's, it really is a, it means something. Does that make sense? Like when I'm doing... Just any, just anything. Anything. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, Is there any prayer that's too small for God? Um. No. Um. I think that prayer is a journey, just like the rest of our Christian lives, Um, and something that we're always going to be growing in, and our view of it is going to change and deepen. and I know my view of it has shaped over the years, especially this past year. Um, and I've realized that the more I'm honest with God mm. and very specific, even in little things, um, the more I see answers. And um, I mean, you can put all those cares into the hands of your father and know that he's listening. Um, and then when you see those answered, um, that just deepens your relationship with him. Um, and you see him as a big God who cares for little things. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. You can bring anything and you can be completely honest and he will listen. Do you think there's any prayers that God has not heard? No. <laughs> I think he's heard it all. Like, it's one of those things where we can go to God with anything. And uh, what a, that's such a great word. And um, Mary Beth, what's up? Yes. <laughs> that's not an appropriate answer mm, to that question. Mm, sup? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Maggie said something that you might can speak on. We, we actually talked about this a little earlier. Yeah. Um, does God answer every prayer? I think he does. But I think it's oftentimes that we might not always, um, we might, he, he might give answers that we're not necessarily always expecting. Mm. And I think that sometimes we may think that he's not answering us if we're not seeing something happen 
according to our timeline or you know what our hopes are, our expectations. Um, but he does. I actually remember um, Dr. Youssef saying that um, that God answers prayers with uh, yes, with no, with I think uh, with like a wait, um, and then yes and I will answer it even more abundantly, Some, something to that degree. And I think that that's true, but I think the answer that we often really confuse and that confuses us and often can, can sometimes hurt even is the weight. Because um, oftentimes when we're praying and we're asking God for, uh, for something specific, something that our heart really longs for, um, and I can think of so many things in my life that I've had to that the answer was wait, and that that felt so, um, it, at times it felt kind of harsh or it felt hard and, and I didn't wanna hear it or I didn't wanna receive it, um, that I thought that maybe God was putting me off or that he was you know, kind of being mean um, by telling me that, but I can look back, see answers to those, to those prayers now and, and think, he was being so kind um, because I wouldn't have been ready for what I was asking for or there was something that needed to happen um, that God was up to behind the scenes that I just didn't know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and I think through these three things, what great examples. Um, but what I'd love to kind of shift gears just for a second before we get to your questions because I know they're coming in and I appreciate you guys keep sending them in. Um, I'd love to, <clears throat> excuse me, ask a very simple question, super simple. What is prayer? What is prayer? Have you ever thought about that? Like, what is, what's prayer about? Like, what is prayer? At the end of the day, what is prayer? I, I'll start. Because um, I've been thinking about this. Like, what, what do I actually think prayer is? And... This might be really, really deep, but I hope that it comes across in a way that's simple at the same time. I think prayer is just, it really is a response to a conversation that God has already started. Mm. And the conversation that he's already started is that he sent his son into the world so that we would know him and so that we can have a relationship with him. That, and so prayer is our response to that. It's us engaging with God, engaging with his son, um, to maybe even put it in just a more simple way, if that's a little bit out there, because um, I, I just think of it as an ongoing conversation and, and really more of a dialogue than anything, because prayer is not just me talking to God about all of whatever may be going on in my life or my needs or thanksgiving or you know there's so many different types of ways that we can communicate with god but it's also listening it's also being still to hear god speak to us and i really think that that that's such a foundational part of a, of a conversation and of a dialogue and yet i think sometimes we we miss it mm. um we miss that god does want to speak to us and that we're meant to we're meant to hear and know his voice. Um, so that's what I think. That's awesome. Yeah, I'd say kind of the same thing. It's fellowship, fellowshipping with your father through your savior. 
I think it's it's communicating to the only, well, I guess person for back of, lack of better terms that knows you better than you know yourself. Because mm. um, a lot of times we don't know what to say, what to ask. Sometimes, sometimes we do. Sometimes we feel confident about, okay, Lord, I just I need you for this, this, and this, or I want to ask you for something specific, or I want um, to pray for someone. But sometimes it's just, you know, God, I don't know what to pray for, but it's, it's knowing that God is um, for us, um, kind of what you've already said, even more than we can even expect. So when we're talking to God, it's, it's hard sometimes, but having that mindset of like, I know that if I'm, I'm praying to someone who is going to do something for me, that can be, that is going to be the best for me, whether it's now or later or 20 years from now or whatever. The hard part is the wait, but we know that when we ask, the Lord will um, do the best, whatever that best is. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. So we have, we have a question. Yeah. One of you guys takes in. Don't look in the back. Don't look in the back. We'll, we'll, oh. we'll get to it. <laughs> Cheaters turning around. Well, I won't But we'll put it on the screen. So the screen, uh, it'll, it'll go on the screen. And this is a great question. Why do people close their eyes when they pray? That is a great, mm-hmm. great, great question. That's a good question. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I personally do it sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I open my eyes because uh, I feel like it, and sometimes I close my eyes because I feel like it. When I close my eyes, personally, I think it's just to uh, help me to focus on what I want to say as opposed to maybe getting distracted by... Mm. Uh, someone or something or maybe the outside, but sometimes it's good to, um, you know, open your eyes. But I don't know. I think for me, it's the idea of concentration. Um, that's the way that maybe some people, that's the reason why they close their eyes because they want to concentrate and really uh, focus on who they're talking to and what they're trying to say to God. Hmm. I think I'd say that, yes, it's also trying to stay focused and just putting yourself down lower. Um, and, um, but I, I don't think that it means you're not praying when you're not mm. closing your eyes. Um, and the other day I, um, I was outside and pretty distracted trying to pray, but I kind of let myself be distracted by all the things I was seeing and hearing outside and you can use that and turn that into prayer. Mm. Like, oh, I hear these birds, and it's beautiful, and you made that. Mm. So you can, um, you know, just pray even when you're doing something, um, even when someone's talking to you. Um, he's always there, and he's always going to listen. Um, so whether you whether you're closing your eyes or not, um, you can pray to him. That's right. One of my favorite times to pray is in the car, and that is not the time to close your eyes and pray. You don't, you don't do that, um, but because that's a little dangerous. Um, but but that, that begs another question. Is there... Jesus, take the wheel. Sorry, Jesus, yeah. it had to be said. Just trying to figure out, have you seen the meme with... The, Jesus, not that wheel, and it's like a wheel flying off. Oh, um, no. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but uh, 
But that, that does beg the question, is there, and think about this, y'all. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but is there a specific way to pray? Is there a, a, a way to pray that you have to pray like this at this time in this such a way? Is there a specific posture um, that you always have to pray? And I think that the key word where I want to kind of take you guys is always. Right. That's the key word in that. Absolutely not. You know? No. There's not a right way to pray. There's not, I mean, there, I mean, we can even see in scripture the lives of different people all throughout history who prayed in so many different ways. Um, like the story, I think of the story of Hannah. She, uh, this was a woman who was really longing for a child. And it says that she prayed out of her bitterness. She wept out of bitterness before God. Mm. And it's like, we can bring all of our mess, you know? It's like there's not like a right attitude or we don't have to be really solemn and somber or, you know, clean ourselves up before we pray. Um, and there's no one right, you know, posture to pray, you know? We don't have to stand up. We don't have to kneel down. We don't, but, but those things can, can be helpful. Mm -hmm. They can be helpful ways for us to connect to God, you know? There, there may be times where, we feel like I need to be on my knees, you know? I need to bow, I need to remember that God is God and I'm just a man, you know, or a woman in my case. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, you know, or, or, you know, we may be really, really tired and we may feel like I want to, I want to talk to you, I want to commune with you, but I just kind of want to lay down and just rest. And that's fine too. Mm. There's, there's, there's scriptures and psalms about laying down on our beds and thinking about God in the night. You know, that's, that's prayer, too. I, I would agree. I mean, there's no, no uh, commandment in scripture, you must pray thy this way. You know, it's not. That was good. Yeah. Thank you. That was yeah. the Appreciate it. No. Uh, yeah, so I'll piggyback off of a specific uh, Bible character David. I mean, he was uh, hyper emotional. Um, one moment he was praising God, the next he was kind of saying something kind of questionable. And I mean, that was kind of a, and then Job too, um, I mean, based upon their situations that were going on. Um, so yeah, there's no definitive way, but I mean, obviously in regards to how Jesus prayed, that's always a good practical, mm -hmm. uh, you know, example of how he prayed. And he did pray um, in a specific way, like he focused on who God was and he, he highlighted certain things about, you know, praying for, uh, uh, what do you call it, just thy will be done, thy kingdom come. So there's certain things that Jesus proclaimed that we could kind of map our prayers like, but we have that freedom too. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a cool balance of Jesus gives us a map, but we have that freedom depending on how we even feel. Could be we're tired, we're sad, or angry, whatever it is, we can be honest, like you said. I love in Matthew 6, Jesus uh, talks about prayer. And he says, just really quickly, he says, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites, for they love praise standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. And that the basic point of it is we're talking to God like these guys and gals have said like it's 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 talking this conversation out with the Lord and and we we have the prayer that we all know uh, you know uh, the Lord's prayer is what it's most uh, 
uh, said by, you know, our Father who art in heaven. It's always King James Version too. Um, but, uh, but that is the model prayer. Jesus says when you pray, this is how you should pray. Not exactly say these words. This is how you should pray, and you put them in your own words. And, and so it's, it talks about Jesus says just a few uh, verses before that. You just talk to him like a, a brother talks to a brother. Like don't just babble on is what Jesus says. Don't just, just babble on things. Talk to him. He wants to know. He wants to know your heart. So, so we've got some more questions. Um, let's go to this one. What does it mean if you pray and you don't feel like it's answered? What does it mean? This is a great question. When you pray and you don't feel like it's answered, um, one of y'all want to snag that one? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's things that I've been praying for for years and still haven't seen the answer that I want. And I know that he is going to answer those. I know that it's not going to look exactly how I want it, um, but it's going to be better, mm. um, but um, there has been things that I didn't realize he um, already answered, and I can, um, to be honest, forget some things I've prayed for, um, and I don't remember until I see way after um, that he has answered it. Um, but I think that writing down your prayers, um, not you don't have to just write it out, which is really helpful, but even just like writing down one sentence, what you want to see happen, um, is a good way to remember. And the more you put it down in words, really, um, I think you'll start to see more because it is easy to forget. We can... Um, want things and pray for them, um, but if we don't see it right away, then we can put it in the back of our minds. Yeah. Have any of you students ever done a prayer journal? A couple of you. Um, is it helpful for you guys and gals who have done that to look back and see how God's answered those prayers? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? So I think that's that's a great word, Maggie, and uh, that's that's something you can do. Really easy. Take a post-it note and write things down or take a journal. That's, that's cool. Let's go on to the next one. Um, why is it just important to pray when things are going well as opposed to when you're going through something difficult? Why is it just important to pray when things are going well as opposed to when you're going through something difficult? Great question. Man, that's yeah, a great that's question. A question. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mary Beth, you want to answer that one? Sure. Yeah. So... When I, when I see that question and I think about it, I think of it actually kind of like what, what Zach was talking about in, in Psalm 1. If you weren't here this past Sunday, we were talking about Psalm 1. And there's a particular verse in this psalm that talks about being a tree that is planted by streams of living water. And that no matter what season it's going through, it's always going to bear fruit because it's planted by the water. And when I think about um, prayer, especially when things are going well, um, I think of it being like a tree that continues to stay planted by the water no matter what season is going on. And I think that that's why it's kind of important to be mindful of, of when things are going really well that we keep remaining close to God. 
and we keep remaining close to that relationship um, because it can be kind of easy um, I, I'm saying this even from my own experience that when I think things are going really well, I'm like, man, I'm doing something right. Mm. <laughs> and it's easy for me to get into a place of like, you know, just thinking that I'm kind of orchestrating all of these great things in my mm. life and forgetting God. Mm. You know, it's easy, I think, to forget God when things are going really well. And, but to remember that his, his goodness, not, not to say, oh God, I hope you know, I'm, I'm gonna stay close to you because I don't want bad things to happen to me. It's not like that. But it's, it's just being mindful that every good thing is from his hand and, and to just continue to dig myself more deeply into that relationship with him and to remain close with him um, as my true source, as the one who who gives me true joy because true joy is not in my circumstances and it's not in things going well, but it's in him. And I think that's why, because it keeps us in a posture of dependency, humility, and also yieldedness. Mm. Um, because when we're yielded to God um, in, 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 in our lives and in the posture of our hearts, then, um, then he can continue to... Uh, to, to use us uh, by his spirit, so. That's great, good stuff, yeah. thank you. Um, let's go to the next one. Um, this is a lot, so thank you for this one, whoever sent this in. Um, why is it hard to understand what God is telling me to do? People say that God listens and answers to every prayer, or every prayer even if you don't like the response. Sometimes I feel that he doesn't hear the things I'm asking him for to obey him, to get along with my siblings or parents. Uh, and it doesn't seem to get easier, or it doesn't, it doesn't get easier to obey, even though I pray about it all the time. What a great question, man. Thank you for whoever sent that in. Thank you. Um, that's one of those, man, that's solid. Mm -hmm. One of y'all want to snag that? Not really. This is a hard question. A hard question. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is. But just no, I think the first thing that I would want to say to this question is that you're not alone. You know, like you're not alone. Um, sometimes, you know, all of us here, you know, you can ask the person with the strongest faith and they're going to say, I still struggle to obey what God is asking right. me to do. That's right. No matter how far along they are in their journey. Um, so just know that you're not alone. Um, I think maybe sometimes, and I will say this to that first question, sometimes we may think that God is telling us to do something that it might be more complicated than we actually think it is. Mm. So I would say to, to that question, um, Try to go to the Word with those questions. That's right. You know, look, look at what the Word has to say about whatever the case may be. It sounds like maybe, maybe this, this person is struggling with maybe respecting or honoring their parents or, you know, honoring their brothers and their sisters. So what does the Bible have to say to that, hmm. you know? And, and ask the Spirit to speak to you about what that really means and what that looks like hmm. and... Um, and so go off of that, you know, what, what God reveals to you through his word, um, it, you know, go off of that. It might not be as complicated as you think. Hmm. One, one encouragement for that is that God is always, always, always listening. 
He's never not hearing you as a believer. He's, he's hearing your prayers. He's hearing your heart. He's hearing your, your mind. And he knows those prayers on your heart. Um, and I think you said something earlier, Mary Beth, that was very key that, that I struggle with. I mean, I, I struggle with this a lot, is listening. You know, a conversation is a two-way street. And I can, it seems like I download a lot on God, but I just don't listen and, and sometimes, you know, in, in maybe a situation where we go to him and say, God, I need your help on this, 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 and this. We, and we go, all right, thanks, see ya. We run away. And maybe he wants to tell us, hey, there might be something we need to work through on your behalf. Maybe we need to work on, on something in your heart and, and let him minister to you, good or bad. I mean, that could be both sides of the spectrum. And man, let him pour into you, love on you, encourage you. But you got to have that two-way street. So that's that's great, man. Thank you for that question. Whoever sent that in, we're going to roll on to the next one because um, I'm getting these texts going. There's a lot of questions, so uh, <laughs> we're going to try to get as many of them as we can. We'll do rapid fire. How about that? We'll do rapid, rapid fire, fire here in a few minutes. Not right now, but <laughs> okay. in a few minutes. Um, if you doubt, do not have faith, or are not a Christian, will God still answer your prayers? Awesome question. Good one. Good one. If you doubt, I mean, even in your unbelief, if we ask, Lord, help us in our unbelief, I think God honors that. Um, in regards to not being a Christian at all, I mean, I think it all comes down to, um, ultimately, if you're not a Christian at all, why would you want to talk to God anyway? Um, so, I mean, that seems pretty simple to me. But if you're like, you have this inkling or you're going back and forth of like, I don't know if God's real. I don't know if uh, I know if there is a God or like I'm questioning, then, I mean, I think ultimately that will come to fruition as, you know, someone actually comes to know Christ by repenting and accepting and trusting in Christ and what he's done, him or her has done for them. So I think ultimately, yes, God will answer a prayer for someone who's not a Christian because everyone was born not a Christian. So ultimately, mm -hmm. God does answer, um, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. yeah. Great. Great. Next one's a good one too. It kind of piggybacks on that one. How do I tell my spiritually weak friends, Christian friends, uh, to not feel discouraged or angry if their prayers aren't answered immediately? Um, how do I tell my spiritually weak Christian friends not to feel discouraged or angry if their prayers aren't answered immediately? Great question. Great question. Um, I think... I think it's very human nature to get easily discouraged and angry um, when we don't feel like our prayers are being answered. So I would say, actually... Um, validating that for your friends, you know, validating that that's very, very normal, you know, like, because I do that too, you know, like, I feel like sometimes that's like one of my biggest struggles is like, I, I feel like I'm easily discouraged. I feel like I can get really, really, you know, even like testy with God, you know, like, what the heck are you doing, you know? Um, like for real. You say it in that voice too. Yeah. <laughs> you bet I do. No. I say it worse. So. <laughs> but sometimes, um, you know, um, and just God is so patient. Mm. 
you know, he's so patient and he's so patient with our discouragement and with our anger. And so I would just encourage your friend by validating that it's easy to get discouraged when you don't see God answering in the time that you want or in the way that you want, but to encourage them to keep hoping. Actually, I something that one of my professors when I was in school um, said that has stuck with me, and I will always go back to it, is that when we pray, we are inviting God into our kingdom. Mm -hmm. When he answers, he's inviting us into his. Mm -hmm. And so when the answer might seem like silence or might seem like waiting, there's something that he's up to that's far bigger than what we can see immediately. So there is always reason for hope. Mm -hmm. So So that's what I... So good. Yeah. Um, Thank you for whoever sent that one in. This one's a great one too. When I pray, I know God is there, but sometimes it feels weird to talk and pray to physically nothing. Does that go away as you grow closer with God, or is it always rather awkward? What a great question. That seriously is a great question. I love that question. Yeah. Anyone y'all want to answer that? Yeah. Um, I think that, like I said earlier, you're growing in prayer, and um, the more you pray and you grow in that, the more um, you're going to see him. It's just your relationship. And um, I think it was either A.W. Tozer or C.S. Lewis who said, um, it is in the process of being worshipped that God communicates his, um, his presence mm. to men. Um, so when you... You can start out by worshiping, even doing like ABC prayers, mm. worship. Um, and when you um, give him that worth that he deserves, he's going to show you who he is, and um, you will grow closer with him, and it won't feel as awkward. Mm. There will be days that it's hard, and it is weird, and you do feel alone. Mm. Um, but don't give up because he just wants that time. He wants to show you who he is and he wants um, to know your heart and where you are and the time to come just as you are um, to give all to him and um, your reward is himself and that. So, um, yeah, just I would encourage you... Um, to not give up. Hmm. Well, when I think about that one, the more you pray, and this is like anything else, whether you play sports, you play an instrument, the more you, you pray, the easier it becomes and the less awkward it is. I, I genuinely say that. It's, it's, uh, when, you're, when you're learning to play the guitar, you're trying to figure out how to strum and how to hold the strings and it's uncomfortable a little bit and it's like it feels wonky because you're holding this big old wooden thing and it's got six strings and you don't know it's like so much going on but after a while after you practice and practice and practice go for it it becomes it comes easier and easier and I find that the more you talk and have a conversation with God the easier it is and yeah it, it, you know that's where the beauty of like when you're in your car when you guys are driving um, talking to God out loud, 
Like, that's, that's a great thing to do. Um, I used to think, like, people are going to think like I'm crazy driving, talking out loud. And now people just think you're on the Bluetooth. So they don't, they don't know. <laughs> but you're talking to God out loud. And, and there's something about audibly saying something to God. I dare you. I tr- try it. When you're praying tonight or you're laying in your bed and you're talking to the Lord, audibly say your prayers. And you don't have to scream them out. He can hear you. But I'll only say your prayers. There's something about it. There's something special about it. Let's go to this next one. Um, how do I, this is a great one too. How do I know God is still fighting for me when so many things still go wrong? How do I know God is still fighting for me when so many things go wrong? Someone wants to quickly snag that one? I would, I mean, I would say... Um, you can be joyful in that because um, because so many things uh, went wrong for Jesus. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at myself because I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Um, well, I mean, what I mean is that, I mean, Jesus is the perfect example of a life gone wrong, if you ask me. He, he came to this world, and he was received by some, but not by all. And, and so many people mocked him, made fun of him, put him down, drove him out of cities, uh, tried to stone him, tried to kill him before he actually went to the cross. Um, he was betrayed. He was accused. He was mocked. He is so acquainted with things going wrong. And so I would say, welcome because you belong to the God who knows exactly what that feels like. And you can know that he is indeed fighting for you because Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Therefore, all of the things that still go wrong because they do go wrong and because they will continue to go wrong, but you can have the joy of knowing Jesus is on your side, he still is fighting for you, and that ultimately he has overcome. That's what I would say. And one thing I'm always encouraged with is that nothing that goes on in a believer's life or an unbeliever's life or happens on this planet ever makes God flinch on his throne. That's right. Ever. He never goes, what's going on? I didn't see that coming. He never does that. Nothing ever takes him by surprise. What a, like, just to go on with, it's just so good to know. And when we trust that, that God is sovereign and he knows what's going on, we go to him and go, okay, Lord, I need your presence in this moment. I need your presence in this moment. And one verse I'm reminded is, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love him and call him according to his purpose. His purpose. His purpose and his will. All right, so we're going to do rapid fire. You ready? Do we have enough to do rapid fire? Maybe a couple? All right. Just got to read fast. All right, here we go. Number one. We might only have three, but we'll we'll do that. All right. Is it wrong to pray out of anger, bitterness, or other feelings that God did not create? No. No. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) No. I've had to repent after probably, but, you know, no. (laughs) Sometimes repentance is necessary, but I don't think always. Not always. Just, I mean, just saying. Yeah. That's, depends. Is that, is that okay to say? <laughs> God knows your heart. God okay. knows your heart. All right. This is a great one. Uh, can I just pray every once in a while? Why does the Bible say I should pray without ceasing? 
Yes, and um, because <laughs> uh, because it keeps the connection going. <laughs> Although the connection is never lost. I thought this was rapid fire. You guys are not rapid Blake firing. Keeps grabbing his I'll mic. Like the next yet. one. Sorry. He's like, oh, I'm going to say. No, no, no. So I was like, I'm, 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 sorry. I just, yes. I just, I'm, no, you're fine. I think so I think you're right. I think that the the more you talk to God, the better. The more you talk to God, you'll want to. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And He wants to. Yeah. All right. How can I recognize God's voice? Ooh. God's word. Mm. First things first. God's word for sure. God's word. Good. Yeah. Sixty-six books of the Bible. Get to know them. Very good. Sixty-six books of the Bible. Yeah. The Bible. All right. Here we go. Next one. Why is, it important, why is it important to pray with others? This is a great question. Why is it important to pray? It's encouraging. <laughs> you get to know other people yeah. in their heart. So, what ahead. is it's encouraging? Um, well, if the Spirit is in both of you or all of you, um, He can use that um, to speak to you through another. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Prayer is an intimate thing. You're, you're allowing someone else to be a part of your conversation with God. So uh, that's, that's a, it's a, a pretty, pretty big deal. Um, well, listen, we have come to, a, to an end for tonight. Uh, you guys have had a lot of great questions. We'll try to answer those. Maybe we can do those on uh, the Instagram story. If you follow us on Instagram, maybe we can answer some of these if we didn't get to yours. Um, but just know we are praying for you. And moreover, I'm, I'm, I'm so encouraged by God's word because, you, Blake, you mentioned that. That when we don't know what to pray, there's sometimes where we just go to the throne and we just don't know what to pray. There are things and burdens on our heart and we're like, God, I don't, I, I'm going through so much or I don't understand. And it, God, I need you. Scripture says the spirit is is for us. Jesus is praying on our behalf for what's going on in our lives. And uh, I'm so thankful for that. So, so here's what I'd love, love to do. Well, one of y'all like to pray us out for tonight. Rapid fire or non-rapid fire? Ooh, I like that. Why don't you dial us up and we'll go that way and I'll end us out. How about that? Okay. Jesus, thank you for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was my prayer. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Father, I thank you for your goodness and um, just for bringing us all together here and that we can just be honest with you and um, bring these questions um, before you today. And just thank you for everyone here. Yeah, Father, thank you that you listen, you care. Um, no matter what question we have, we know that even if it's not in our timing, <clears throat> we know that you have the best for us. Uh, we know that you're for us, and who could be against us? God, I thank you for these students. I thank you for their questions. God, thank you for, uh, for putting these, these questions on their heart, Lord. And I pray that, that your spirit would use our answers to encourage, Lord, and, and through Scripture and through our, uh, our circumstances that we've been through. Lord, I pray that you would be with our teenagers tonight. Lord, I pray that you bless them. Lord, I pray that tonight our students would talk to you at some point that they would have a conversation and not just talk, but listen to our God who loves us so much 
that he sent his son to die for us. So, Lord, we love you, we praise you, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Amen.